Hey, what's up and welcome along to another edition of Tea and Tech with myself, Mr. B. This is a podcast where we talk all things tech, all whilst enjoying a nice cup of tea. It's that simple. So if you're new to this, Mr. BK Official is where you can find me. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget you can find this podcast on all the major podcast platforms. If you're listening to this podcast on one of those platforms, then don't forget you can head on over to YouTube and uh, check out this ugly mug. So what we do is basically talk about tech, have a look at the news, see if there's anything relatively interesting to talk about. And I kind of picked through some of my favorite stories. Um, As you can imagine, there's plenty of stories. So we try and pick and choose. Um, We've got a few to go through today. Uh, Majority, I would say, are all Apple. Whether that's good or bad. Maybe a If you're not an Apple fan, then... Oops. But yeah, I normally try and keep it a general mix of... Interesting news from the tech world. And that can be anything from electric vehicles, PCs, Apple, Android, anything. Anything tech-related. can even be cameras or... Broadcaster pros. Anything. So my last episode was... uh, uh, I kind of explained what I was doing with regards to this setup that I've got going on. Um, So I'm currently using a Rodecaster Pro for audio with the Rode mic, uh, pod mic. And I'm transmitting directly into a Sony ZV-E10 um, with a 16mm Sigma just in case you're interested but that's not what we're going to talk about so obviously we had some big news last week with the um, Apple Peak Performance event now As with every Apple event, there's many rumors prior to that, which normally revolve around a new iPhone, uh, a new Mac, new iPads. You get the picture. So there was lots of rumors. Some of them are pretty spot on. And others were going to have to wait around, I think. One of the big rumors was the uh, 
potential of an iPhone flip phone. A bit like the Samsung Z Flip. I'm not sure, to be honest. I think they've kind of missed the boat on that. And I think if they were to come out with something now, it would have to be groundbreaking and completely different to what most of the manufacturers have done or are looking at. Anyway. So there was quite a few announcements. Maybe we look at kind of the best seven. Random. Um, But one of the biggest things I found interesting was a brand new product. I'll touch on the other stuff in a minute, but there was a brand new product uh, or a combination of brand new products. And that was the um, Mac Studio and the Studio Display. Now, the Mac Studio is, if you haven't seen, it's essentially two Mac Minis stacked on top of each other. Um, But it is aimed at the content creators, studios. It's an extremely powerful machine. I'm not going to go into all of the specs um, of what you can get. But to give you an idea, the uh, Mac Studio with the M1 Ultra processor, which I'm going to talk about in a second, uh, which is 64 gigabyte of unified memory and a one terabyte SSD, starts at $4,000. Now it's a very capable machine. Um, And if you look at the stats from Apple themselves it kind of outdoes the Mac Pro Um, and by a lot as well and if you spec out a top spec Mac Pro you're talking fifty, sixty thousand dollars now it's a different product and it's a different um I guess it's a different user. But if you purely look at the stats and what this uh, Mac Studio can do, there's a good argument for spending upwards of, let's say, $4,000 versus $50,000. But one of the big things about this Mac Studio is the the processors. So Apple announced... uh, the next version of their silicone which is the M1 Ultra processor Um, and it's basically two M1 Max chips put together and it supports up to 128 gig of RAM yeah and Apple says it's eight times faster than the standard M1 chip Um, the M1 Ultra will be available in the Mac Studio and likely in the Mac Pro that Apple teased us with yeah so right in the middle of that uh, presentation about Mac Studio there was mention of Mac Pro with the words but let's save that for another time 
so I'm guessing June, July for uh, for their next event. But all in all, it's an incredibly powerful combination of chips. It's one chip, but it's a combination of chips. So that was the Mac Studio. Uh, sorry, yeah, Mac Studio. Then to go along with the Mac Studio was the 27-inch 5K Studio display. Which is not cheap either for um, a monitor. Uh, it costs $1,599. It does have an iPhone chip inside. So the studio display has a 27-inch 5K screen. Um, it's encased in an aluminium enclosure. It can reach up to 600 nits of brightness. Supports P3 white color. And works with Mac OS's true tone feature. So yeah. Um, above the screen is a 12 megapixel ultra-wide camera for video conferencing. Which obviously has the... Um, oh, what's it called? The feature that follows you around. It has escaped me. And I know you're all saying what it's called right now, but it will come to me. Um, <laughs> with regards to the stand... It comes with a basic stand. If you do want to change that typical Apple style, they have a tilt adjustable stand, which is uh, is included. Tilt and height adjustable stand. Uh, makes it 1999 and there's also a visa mount as well yeah so you can upgrade your stand for about four hundred dollars other things that were announced was the new iPhone SE which Main difference is the uh, has 5G and now it has the A15 Bionic chip or CPU, sorry. So it brings advanced features of Apple's newest A15 CPU to a cheaper, smaller package with a price that starts at $429. It's an interesting one. Um, Apple do this very well. They want to get as many people into their infrastructure uh, their ecosystem as possible and not everybody can afford a 13 mini or uh, similar so they all always have gone for a budget version and they tease you now the software and the hardware in this product is well capable of uh, making this SE be an extremely powerful phone. But why would they do that and lose the potential of you upgrading to the next phone? 
so it's clever. They tick the box for multiple um, price categories um, and different demographics. There's a lot more that they could do with this phone, but what's the point? Why would they? They would potentially sacrifice sales of the Mini. But the new SE does have uh, 5G. It has the same 4.7 inch screen as previous, and it also has the touch ID as well. There was also the new iPad Air, which has had the upgraded M1 chip. So a year and a half after it was last update, after its last update, should I say, the iPad Air has a new version. Um, most of the improvements are internal. It is an eight core M1 chip, like the iPad Pro, uh, 5G on cellular, and has a 12 megapixel front-facing camera. Um, let's go along with your iPhone and your iPad. Is the updated iOS. So iOS 15.4 is now out. Um, I've been using the beta for the last couple of weeks along with the beta Monterey. Um, there was a couple of features on there that I wanted to try, which I've been very happy with and very surprised with. Um, one of which is universal control. And I touched on this in one of the, the previous podcasts, but essentially universal control allows you to use your Mac mouse and keyboard on your iPad. If I've said that correctly. So essentially you can have your Mac set up or your MacBook set up, use your existing keyboard and trackpad or mouse and drag your cursor across onto an iPad. And you can do this on multiple devices. So you can go from Mac to iPad. So Mac, I believe. Mac, Mac, yeah. Um, but the, one of the coolest things is the drag and drop feature. So you can open up photos on your iPad and you can just drag an image from your iPad across onto your desktop or wherever on your Mac and vice versa. You can transfer files very quickly and easily. Um, but it just makes that workflow nice and smooth. So I've been using it for the last couple of weeks um, where I have the my MacBook in the office, iPad next to me, controlling the whole thing. And then here I've got the, um, the iMac with the iPad next to it as well makes it so much uh, easier. So very cool feature in the universal control. And you can set it up so that it automatically connects every time it's near. And I believe it uses uh, airdrop technology, which I believe is Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, I think. Um, it doesn't have to be on the same Wi-Fi network, as far as I'm aware. I think it just... Uh, senses anything in the region just like airdrop would um, but yeah we've, as I said I've been using the beta for probably the last two weeks with no issues but 
it has been officially released. Uh, with regards to the iPhone, the Pro, um, <laughs> the 13 and the 13 Pro, you can now get in green. So they've added two more colors, two more shades of green. Um, the Pro is a lighter green. The standard 13 is kind of a, it's, it's more of a dark military green. Then Apple TV, so Apple TV Plus uh, announced that um, Friday Night Baseball will be streaming. Um, so they'll stream two Major League Baseball games on Friday nights during the regular season. In the US and Canada, there's also a new 24-7 MLB live stream um, with replays, news, highlights and analysis. Uh, now, in my neck of the woods, NBA... It, uh, sorry, um, the baseball is... Uh, I would say probably not as um, popular, so not really a big thing. Um, but I'm guessing stateside that's a big thing. Now there was no mention specifically at the event uh, about the 27-inch iMac, which I currently have in front of me. Um, there was no mention about it being discontinued. However, uh, the day after the event, the iMac 27-inch is no longer available. I keep forgetting to drop on the music. Is no longer uh, available on the Apple Store. So that's an interesting one. Uh, what else? What else we got? Apple, yes. We touch on the iPad Air. Yeah, we did. iPad rumors. So we, we spoke about the iPad Air, which was uh, announced. But already there's rumors about the iPad Pro. Now, I think for the last two years in a row, Apple have announced the iPad Pro in their June event. Um, yeah, the last two years. Yeah, so the rumors are there that there's potentially an iPad Pro um, coming. Uh, Apple showed off its M1 iPad last week, yes. Another new iPad might be on the way in the next few months, specifically an upgraded iPad Pro. The iPad Pro last updated in 2021. It's rumored to have uh, MagSafe and potentially an OLED display. Uh, it normally updates its tablets twice a year, or at least that's how it's worked over the last two years. Um, so the iPad Pro arrived in the spring while basic iPads and iPad Minis and iPad Airs uh, updated de uh, debuted in the fall. So yeah, potentially an iPad Pro on the way. Okay, well let's step away from uh, 
Apple for a second. And let's look at Bentley. Now, Bentley. Tech. It's a car. It's a tech related. I guess it is. Most tech reviewers or tech uh, channels on YouTube have some elements of vehicle reviews now. Um, but Bentley plans to launch one electric car annually for five years. So it unveiled plans on Tuesday to build a new electric model annually for five years from 2025 after its annual profits skyrocketed um, as the British firm builds on parent Volkswagen's push to broaden electric offerings. So Bentley is based in the UK in a place called Crewe and they posted a profit of 389 million euros. That's $427,000 um, for 2021. 389 million euros compared to 20 million euros the previous year. That is an impressive increase. Uh, deliveries jumped 31% to 14,659 cars. Um, so car makers globally are doubling down on efforts to shift to electric. Um, obviously Tesla kind of Tesla Tesla uh, kind of lead the way on that. Kind of. You've got the likes of Lucid, uh, Rivian 4x4s. You've got uh, the Chinese uh, Neo. There's quite a few of them out there now. Obviously, the bigger manufacturers like Volkswagen, BMW, Hyundai, they've all got some kind of hybrid or electric vehicle. Uh, but Bentley itself is targeting to be end-to-end -end carbon neutral by 2030, uh, having invested 3 billion euros in its factory um, over a period of 10, 10 years to aid this transition. So, um, the increasing demand for hybridized models, supported by 3 billion euros of sustainable investment, will ensure we remain the benchmark manufacturer in sustainable luxury mobility. That's from Jan Henrik Lafrentz, who is a, a member of the board uh, at Bentley. So yeah, one electric car annually for five years. Now, does that mean it's all electric or is it hybrid? Because that's not really electric, is it? Let's be honest. You still have your combustion engine, should you need it. Uh, what else we got? So, Instagram, Instagram is um, finally letting live creators appoint moderators during their streams. So if you're someone that uses Instagram to do live streams or live feeds, up until now you have had no control of being able to moderate your stream. Um, until now. So what they have done is they have um, the the moderators will have the ability to report comments, 
remove viewers from the stream as well as uh, turn off comments for a specific viewer. So Instagram notes that creators can assign a moderator by tapping the three dots in the comment bar during a live. From there, they can choose a moderator from the list of suggested accounts or use the search bar to search for a specific account. Now, Live has been around since 2016. Uh, now, with that in mind, it comes as a bit of a, a shock that Instagram has only just brought in uh, moderators for this. Um, it's something that's used quite a lot on the likes of uh, Twitch and YouTube. Um, and even Facebook. Facebook allows moderators, um, which is interesting given that they're the same company. Um, so yeah, just like the moderation feature on Instagram, uh, Facebook is, is pretty much the same. So Instagram attempts to attract more creators to live with the ability to monetize streams. The availability of chat moderators should hopefully make the streaming experience a lot more pleasant for creators. Okay, well, I kind of think that's probably enough for today. If there's uh, any particular stories that you think I should be speaking about, then by all means reach out to me. Don't forget Mr. BK Official on the socials. And as I mentioned earlier on, if you're listening to this on any of the major uh, podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify, um, Amazon, any of them, then head on over to YouTube, Mr. BK, and you can check out some videos on there. I also do some um, product review and also something called What to Watch Weekly, which is where I point you in the direction of some of the best YouTube channels. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be tech-related, but majority of the time it is. Yeah, so I'm going to give you the TV guide of what to watch on YouTube. And if you are watching this on YouTube, thank you. And don't forget to hit that like and subscribe and share. But if you are watching this on YouTube, don't forget you can head on over to any of the major podcast platforms and uh, you can listen to me while you're in the car. Or in the office. Or in the bathroom. Wherever. I don't care. What you do in your time is up to you. But that's it for this episode. I'll be back on the next one with some more tech news as I said let me know if there's anything you should be uh, you think I should be talking about Mr. BK official get on there let me know or you can leave comments down below if you're watching this on YouTube anywho thanks for watching I will catch you on the next one thank you for listening I will hear you on the next one take it easy as season. Wow.